With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. at it again with another episode of the shades of blue soccer show chad robert thad and myself cody are all here please go subscribe rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts another disappointing game last night it seems like we had it all together everything was going in the right direction and then we hit the post or the crossbar a couple times and uh and, and another game of disappointment robert so... i saw you nod were you disappointed uh, no, I was just wondering when we had it all together. I don't remember that part of that game. <laughs> there was like a, what, like a two-game, three-game period where we were scoring Oh, balls okay, not last night. Okay, like we were, I gotcha. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, last night was a return to the dark days. It was. Uh, the magic just didn't seem to be there. Uh, Chad, give me what, your assessment. What was wrong with them last night? Or was there anything wrong? It just didn't go in the net. Yeah, I mean, it definitely wasn't going great, but I, I just find it a struggle at this point to care too much if they don't win because it's been over for a while. So it's just like, I was happy to see PV use all five subs. I thought even though people were like, defensive subs? Oh, Uri's coming in. He's going to save it. I was like, I don't think that's the point. I think there's a game in a few days and you're you're getting minutes for some guys and I don't know. Like, yeah, obviously you should beat a 10-man team, but I wasn't even that disappointed. Yeah, and there was just a little bit of the, like, fuck it, just play everybody. 
For sure. Volader at left back? I thought that was interesting. I thought he was kind of exciting over yeah, there. That was a you... little experimental, right? Like, hey, maybe can we use him in other places next year? Is this a possibility? I think it's just because they had no healthy fullbacks other than, you know, the two that were in the game because uh, Ndembe was out for COVID protocols and Zussi picked up that injury last week. So, but hey, I thought, you know, it was... It's, well, if you're a center back, is that not your dream that you're like in the box, you're getting to attack, you get, you know, he had some like half chances that he couldn't quite pull off, get maybe almost too excited at times. But, you know, I thought he filled in admirably. didn't have as much defensive responsibilities when you when you're up a man, though. There was one I, moment. I was excited when Volader came in uh, because Thad had talked about how he'd been hitting such good balls and good strikes in practice that I thought he was going to be the answer. <laughs> no, that's Jake. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 jake and no bacon or the Peterson. answer the answer apparently last night was ben sweat that was the best yes. we had to throw at them last night was ben sweat he did, did well have the man. best chance yeah he he played really well for as much as everybody always craps on the poor guy he played really well last night us we crap on him a lot I, i'm the king <laughs> of crapping on ben sweat and i think i tweeted after the game that was the best game he's had all season so it was yeah. one of them for sure, and he still had le- at least one head shaker. Oh, at oh least. always. I mean, he's good for that. I think, right? <laughs> hey, so, that might have been the least had... of everybody on the team is one head shaker. So right. yeah, that's fair. Right. You know, make sure my the whole game, all my wife could talk about was she's like, "How dirty and gross does Ben Sweat look? His hair looks so nasty, <laughs> and his thin little mustache is so creepy." And I was like, "She goes, I'm gonna start writing for the Blue Testament and just writing about nonsense like this." She's like, "There's an audience for it," and I was like, "Yeah, well, I'll talk to that. We'll see what he, what he thinks." <sighs> we have thoroughly, thoroughly destroyed Ben Sweat on this podcast this year. Now, now we're calling him dirty and gross. <laughs> that's, that was that's just us. wrong. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm just I'm just quoting my wife, Ben. Come after Sheena Smith. <laughs> uh, he did okay. have a really bad giveaway at one point. Yes, that was the that. one. That was the one that I was thinking. Actually, well, no, there was a, it was a shot, or he shot it, or crossed it in when he shouldn't have, and it was like two minutes after Peter Vermees was talking to Ali at halftime, saying we need to be more patient, we need to work <laughs> it around, move the ball around quickly, not just force in crosses, and then Ben Sweat goes out there and whips one in like immediately. Well, and I think he crossed it like five yards into the stand to it. Like wasn't even near anybody. It was behind and over yes, the goal. Yes, so. yes, it was. <laughs> but still, Ben's best game, baby steps. He's still coming back. This is, you know, year one off a knee injury. It takes a while to get back to form. Especially at his age. So if it was Ben Sweat's <laughs> best game, that means our better players, Johnny Russell, Daniel Shallowy, disappointed? They were not at their best, especially breaking down a Houston defense nobody was at their best last night i mean ben was at his best maybe for all year but nobody was really good last night but I'm, it's also hard to like say everybody was terrible too houston has the the new the fired coach bump of a little bit of excitement everybody trying to play a little extra hard for the new guy in case he might be the new coach is that the way we're looking at it because honestly i looked at it as a club in shambles <laughs> Which I went, one? I went the other <laughs> which one? Yes. <laughs> Who are you referring to? Yes. Valid point there, but I guess I guess you can you can look at it either way. Like they were they had some incentive to do well for the new coach, or they had just gotten a new coach and should have no idea what they were doing. <laughs> yeah, but you yeah. know how many times like a new coach will it'll they'll get a bump. It, they may not know what they're doing, but it's that extra they play a little extra hard trying to make a case for themselves to the new coach. So 
Yeah, I trying to impress yourself to new guy. The the great example I think of is Vanny Sartini. Remember, he made Vancouver make that run, and I'm pretty sure he's going to end up getting fired after this season that he's had. You know, they they don't have a lot of patience in a lot of these clubs, which I think is the grand problem with many of these MLS teams. Look at Jim Curtin. How many people wanted that guy fired for so long, and now they are consistently one of the best teams in the league, and he's the second most tenured coach behind Peter Vermees. This Houston game last night, I went back and forth so many times. We, Eric Tommy hits the crossbar. We have all these close chances. I felt like we should have won the game. We should, we should get a goal. We should win this. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh my God, we don't even deserve a tie. We don't, we don't even, we should, we deserve to lose this game. And then, you know, it goes on further and it's like, all right, we can, we can get a point out of this. Like, let's get a point out of it. And then it just, no, it was just such an ugly game. By the end of it, I was like, you, you, uh, Chad, you say you don't really care anymore, but I still get annoyed at this. And I think people, if they're still listening to podcasts about, about sporting are going to get annoyed at that as well. And I was like, screw these guys. We don't need, we don't even deserve to win. We deserve to lose. I would yeah. like to defend myself. I wouldn't say that I, I don't care because I do care and I yell and I get excited about the moments. And, you know, I was bitching about the refereeing for the entire game, oh, just people yeah. getting chopped down left and right. Not that that's why they lost, but it definitely breaks the flow of the game when it's just foul after foul after foul. And they're, you know, they kicked Tommy in what the second minute and he got he got back right probably about 10, 15 minutes in. But he was he was hurting there for a while. And she never really took control of the game, despite the fact that there was a double yellow red card situation. It still was kind of mostly out of control, in my opinion. Houston could have been at least one more. Like that? Are they just always like that, or is it only when they play sporting? Because they're the worst. All of them. I hate all of them. <laughs> Every uh, Texas Red Bulls team, might be the worst. Yeah, Red Bulls pretty yeah. bad for that. Um, yeah. Dallas used to be. I feel like Dallas is not really playing that way this year. But in well, the that's because their coach is in Orlando. The, the coach right. that was really bad about it was now in Orlando and Orlando's pretty bad about it when, when I watched them play, but yeah, Houston, but it, I mean, it's a, it's a bad team. It's, it's the, the hallmark of a bad team that can't defend in transition. So they break up the transition. So every time sporting, every time they could foul a guy trying to get up the field with the ball or interrupt the pass, even a guy who was making a pass, they just try to hack him down. That was, that was their plan. And even if it wasn't their plan, it's what you fall back to when you're a terrible team. I know I've played on those teams. There were plenty of <laughs> cards, but like Chad, like you said, yeah, there could have been could have been three or four more cards in that. And I think the best that they were giving the referee was at least she's being consistent in how she's not giving these cards. So that's yep. you know, that's one thing I, I I guess you can, you know, that's what players want is consistency. But that one play where uh where Cam Duke got taken <laughs> down and then for some reason the the kick went the other way. I did is that one? Did anyone ask that? I know they don't really ever give real answers in those in those post game things where you present questions to the referees. But did we? Did anyone? Was there a response to that? Did we get anything from that today? Did anyone ask that? Would, what What the hell happened there? As far as I know, no, because that would have required somebody in Houston to do it, or for the pool reporter here to contact the pool reporter there right. to get it submitted. And I don't think. With as late in the game as I was and everything of trying to get that, nobody from our side I know of did that. Well, Thad, you're these things that blow my mind. You're always good at at stretching it into like a reasonable explanation for something that I don't understand. So what? Give me give me one plausible thing that that she could have called that what went wrong, a miscommunication, what happened here? I was 
befuddled about that last night and I had meant to go back and try to rewatch my replay today and I have not got to do that yet. But I did remember seeing last night and I'm pulling that back up right now. So I'm doing my last minute research, obviously. But there was a f- there was in the feed, it said there was a foul on Duke for a handball and it was right about that same time. So I wonder if she saw him having a handball in some way. The Maybe he handled it before he got taken down, but then she gave the the kick from where he right was where pulled the... down from behind. Right. And yeah. after he's pulled down, like, cause that was my thought too. It's like, maybe he was pulled down and he grabbed the ball when he fell. And then I went and watched it again. He's nowhere near the ball. He doesn't even touch the guy yeah. that pulls him down. Like I just, I was, I was blown away. It was, it was in the 90th minute. It said there was a handball on Cam Duke. Was that the right minute? It's right about the right time. Um, well, anyway, that point for using the word befuddled. We're giving points now. Is this around the horn? <laughs> Don't mean anything, but no, you you got the name of the podcast there, so good job. Uh, what else should we talk about? Who are we missing from this game? Willie Agata, Pulse camp, had man. A... Pulse camp. Come on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Pulse <laughs> had, a, had a good save. I'll give him credit for that that foot save. Couple of them actually. Yeah. He pushed oh, yeah, that one off the, the bar. Do you bar. see after the game talking to Ali going, give me credit for that. Give me credit for that. I, and if he didn't get, he, he, if you look back at it, he redirects it pretty significantly. Like, yeah. It's going into the net. Yeah. Yeah. The, the replay. Yeah. The re, the ball changes motion for sure. That was a good, that was a good touch. And I did actually like the one where he, you know, uh, had to come out of the box and, and the ball uh, hit off his foot that he had planted on the ground. That's, he pulled uh, his roots right out of the ground, yeah. right? Tree right. moved his roots right. around. Exactly. See, I give credit. Good job, Pulse Camp. Uh, Willie Agata made did some of the magic wear off of his of his entry into this league. He had a couple there that I thought were were head shakers, or at least one head shaker. I don't want I won't say more, a couple of them, but there Which was just the one you're talking about. Yeah, you gotta have to give me more. There was it was the best sequence that Sporting had the entire time. They were doing exactly what Vermees had asked for. They moved the ball around quickly in that final third, whipped it around. Somebody somebody found some space and crossed it in right to him he had acres of space and just launched it way over skied it yeah i remember that one that he should have put that one in the net for sure it was a really well worked ball to get to get it into him in the box but i thought he created a lot of good chances out of kind of nothing like crosses into him i, I can particularly remember like a bin sweat like floated cross that had no pace on oh, it yeah. whatsoever and he, he whipped his it. neck and snapped that thing and i was like wow i mean too close to the keeper most of the time but you know, there's still promise there and it was unsustainable. He's not going to keep scoring two goals a game. Obviously that's insane. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah but we wanted to believe. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, you I don't, don't think headers are his strong point, but uh, yeah, it was good effort. Well, well no one better, the better, better than Kyrie. No offense, Kyrie, but my gosh, I got us pretty good with his head in comparison. I mean, <laughs> everybody is, but he's, he's pretty good. I even think for a center forward, he's pretty, pretty solid with his head. Yeah, yeah, no not his strongest point though. Yeah, okay. no one on the team is what I would say is is great. <laughs> Their head. So, uh, did you guys listen to Vermees' post game comments to Ali? What he said. I did not. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's the same same thing that I was thinking. Maybe you guys are thinking it too, but you know, ball movement could have been quicker. And then the other thing he said was that, you know, take advantage of some of the spaces that were there. Um, that's a little disappointment in Agata on my part. I thought he could have shown to the ball a little bit more, maybe create some more combos instead of, you know, coming to the ball uh, in certain ways, but then not in spaces where he could get and play some, you know, give and goes, for example, or things like that. So I would like to see a little bit more of that. But for our backup striker, I'm I'm pretty happy with him. 
He's a starter this year, technically, but well, yeah, but he wouldn't <laughs> right. be a starter if Polito was here. You you know you don't have he wouldn't be starting. here if Polito was here. Yeah, that's true. If he never got hurt, I did I did land on he'll be a he'll be a happy backup though, and he's got that the big booming personality. It's like he he'll be a good role player for when we uh, every championship team needs needs goofy role players like that. Yeah, I think he can definitely build into being the starter. Pluto's only got one year left on his deal. So I think it's important that he comes off the bench and he's fiery and we, you know, he he changes games when he comes in, assuming Peter's willing to let Polito come out of a game. Assuming Polito gets into a game. Yes. We don't know what he's going to be when he comes back. That's true. Maybe he will be beat out. How crazy would that be? Your nine and a half million dollar striker can't beat out your free transfer in the summer. And it, it, not to the same uh, money monetary amount, but Dwyer beat out Bieler back in the day, yep. and Bieler was the DP, and Dwyer was just the the brash little kid out of uh, some college in Florida, you know. And but what were we paying Bieler? I know it's a different league now, but what was yeah. Bieler was still like maybe just like a million, two million. Yeah, he, I, I don't know how high he was, but he was the DP striker, so. Right. Right. Yeah, DPs did mean a different thing back in the day, though. The max salary was significantly lower, so there was no TAM, no Garber Bucks. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. So Sporting KC, not officially eliminated, but basically... If we have any more hopes, what should everyone be looking for this this next week? Who do we? Well, need? that's a really good transition. I feel like you're throwing to me. I'm sure you read my article this morning. This is recording on Sunday on the BlueTestament.com. It's basically impossible for Sporting to make the playoffs, but it's not technically impossible. Um, they need RSL to lose out, the LA Galaxy to only beat RSL and not uh, win any other game. Seattle to basically lose out. I think Seattle could win a game and it would be okay. Um, and then to make up like a negative 22 goal differential between LA galaxy and, and sporting. If my math is right, it's oh, really? and sporting of course has to win out as well. So I did not get that far in your article, I guess I didn't. It's see pretty, it's pretty brutal. <laughs> you saw the headline and you clicked on it so we could get a click, right? <laughs> exactly. That's all I ever do. <laughs> okay. Well, that doesn't seem, that doesn't seem very good. <laughs> it's over, but it's not over. Okay. Oh, CT Torito missed another uh, missed another penalty kick. Two games. Yes, ago. I saw he's something like maybe one of the worst PK takers in the history of the league. If over a certain number of PKs, like you know, obviously there's people that have only taken one and missed them, but yeah, yeah not great. Four allow, of ten. Allow or me to like go that. back and uh, and say that I was in Cancun watching the Sporting KC versus LA Galaxy game because oddly that it was on television. It was on Mexican ESPN, I guess, because Chicharito was playing. But everyone in this bar hated Chicharito, and and the noise, the the noise, the groan that was emitted from this bar whenever he missed that PK was absolutely hilarious. All right, well, I don't like to brag, guys, but I was driving home from St. Louis during the game, listening to the game, right, seeing Twitter updates, and uh, when that penalty was called, I was like, okay. First thought was Pulse Camp's going to save this. That was my first thought. 
Wow, really? Second thought was, that was okay, optimistic. John. Optimistic. <laughs> yeah. Second thought was, okay, John, Chicharito's going to try to do a panenka. Just stand your ground, man. And this is what I was thinking. During, and I didn't realize it was, that's how it happened until I got home and saw the highlights because it was just Twitter updates, really. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's hilarious that he catches it near his hips. Yeah. I mean, even if it wasn't, you know, Pulskab had moved, it he may it be able to recover in time because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was that week. Yeah, it was a bad panenka even. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was horrible. All right. Why did they let him take? Go ahead. Why did they let him take more PKs though? I mean, I mean, I know he's like the big name, but shit, go to somebody else. Well, I think you later... see his teammate pick up the ball when they got another PK that same yep. game this weekend and didn't give him a chance to pick up the ball. <laughs> and he yeah. and he nailed it too. He, yes, he put did. it in the net. <laughs> it's funny that you said that you knew Pools Camp was going to save it because I was trying to figure out and I just got it was taking too long to look it up because I was trying to look at MLS Next Pro and USL Championship and Pools Camp's number stopping penalties. Well, he was due, right? <laughs> I think he literally had never stopped one that I could find. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't think he had. Too, I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll, I feel like he'll get better at that. Like, you know, you got a good mentor behind you or uh, behind you. That's weird. And Timelia available ahead of you. I don't know. All right. Tuesday night in DC. Why are we playing on Tuesday? Uh, it's at home. Oh, it is here. Oh, next three are at home. And if you if you want to go, you better put in your credential. I, yeah, I just realized that. <laughs> Today is the cutoff, Cody. Uh, yeah, a yeah, couple check. hours. Like seven or something. Okay, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna be there. Yeah, I don't know why there's so many Tuesday games though. Does anybody have a good explanation? I think I saw five MLS games on Tuesday. Is there something happening on Wednesday? Why would they not just play on Wednesday? I don't know. That's a really good question. MLS I would game. use our old Blue Testament Shades of Blue tagline right here, but I don't want to upset fan. <laughs> well, maybe nobody knows that one. It's just MLS. Okay. I don't think there is. Yeah, this is this is just MLS. I mean, yeah, MLS can MLS. All right. Some other. Any final thoughts here? Currents? Dad, do we have any current updates? Well, they're about to play today, so that would be it'd be kind of like I don't want to like do go too far, but going into the game on Sunday, there are twelve games unbeaten streak. They're playing in New York on nine eleven, um, so that's always interesting. And, and you could argue for a 13 game win streak, Thad, because they did beat the Chiefs in the uh, crossbar challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was actually there watching that. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was interesting. It was yeah, it was actually kind of fun. They were having they were having some fun with that. The... I mean, the streak seems doomed to be to be finished today, right? You never want to play a New York team on 9/11, I don't think. But aren't Gotham yeah. in like terrible form, Thad? I saw your preview. Yes. I don't remember the number off the top of my head. There are four. Oh, and 13 or 4 13 and 0, whichever way that goes. Four wins, 13 losses. And they have no ties. They have no comebacks. <laughs> they have, um, they're minus 23 goal differential. Uh, yeah, they're pretty terrible. But the positive is they have Victoria Pickett now and 200,000 less. That's who current traded her to for 200,000 in a first round draft pick and basically a steel deal so yeah it, i didn't realize how bad gotham was until i was reading your preview fad and on the blue testament.com by the way and um i was even more befuddled 
to steal your word by Victoria Pickett being traded for so much. It's like, that's the kind of move you make when you're trying to, you know, step in, go above the playoff line, something yeah. like that. Like, I guess it's a move for the future. She's still very young. It's obviously only her second year in NWSL, but um, yeah, just baffling. It's, and I just don't see her as being the big impact player. I mean, if you were trading for, a Lynn Williams or somebody like that, who's going to score you goals or going to set up goals or something like that. I could maybe understand that for the future. You know, I mean, last year, you know, sport, uh, the current traded for Hamilton and Mace and then later on AD French and made these moves to set them up for this year to be, to be much better. And then added stuff in the off season who never really played, but that's another story. But that, I mean, I could see where Gotham's doing that, but I don't know that Pickett is that player. I mean, she's got a ton of skill, but she, in these two years, the last year and this year, she's she's a great dribbler. She's great in like doing that, but that next thing, whatever she needs to do, a pass or a shot or whatever, just hasn't developed very well. So I just don't know how they're going to use her. So I, and then the price of two hundred thousand and a first round pick, that's incredible. And first round picks matter in the NWSL, as, yeah. as we've all seen. These players can make an impact. I mean, third round know, picks matter in the NWSL. Yeah, for fourth round, isn't Loera yes. a fourth round pick? And she's been a starter basically almost the whole season. So yeah, yeah. Well, she would have been a first you, round if she yeah. had been picked the year later, but she was picked when she was. They had the COVID year, so they stayed in. But fair, but yeah, circumstances led to that. But still, right. the pick picks definitely matter. You're seeing all these players for the current contribute on a regular basis, and. Uh, even the ones that are just coming off the bench, they're they're showing signs of life. So, I don't know. It's 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 uh, tough to wrap your head around. So anyway, we'll see how they do against Gotham today, and hopefully, I'll have a current podcast later this week. But we'll see, and then I'm sure Cindy will have one, and we'll we'll discuss all the that. All the yeah. <laughs> and I got a couple other ones that I want to edit together to put out there. So we'll we'll try to get those out in the next day. Content. From the bluetestament.com. Go sporting. Right. Go current. Oh, well, well, Robert's got something. What do you got? You gonna do? I was just gonna ask you, who is your current pick to be the number nine for the US men's national team? We got some friendlies coming up. Who's it gonna be? Ooh. Ooh, I like I still like Theosin Siabachu. Okay, what about Josh Sargent? He's been pushing on lately. Yeah, he has. A level down. Right. I right. um I'm we're not there yet. I'm going to wait. I want to go with the hot hand in December. All right. Exactly. It's a good problem to have, though, right? There's so, no, all of not. them are scoring goals all of a sudden. Oh, is this like the quarterback thing where you've got two quarterbacks, you've got no quarterbacks? Um, yes, exactly. I, I disagree with that. If if <laughs> you want you want a standout striker, there should be one guy that is just that guy scores goals and he needs to be our guy. You That's what we want. But you do want a second one goals. pushing, though. We know it's not Pepe. So we know I don't that. feel like I don't feel like that necessarily about any of them. Like Josh Sargent can score goals, Sabachu can score goals, but we we don't have anyone that has grabbed the reins, and that's my that's my problem with it. Not Jesus, so you don't not. think Jesus Ferreira? That was going to be my pick. Yeah, he, I, I agree with Chad. He's the leading one at the moment, at, the moment. at least. Yeah, but but they got Somebody's got to do it in in bigger leagues and or be consistent somewhere. Yeah, it just hasn't happened yet, but at least at least people, at least players are stepping up trying to make that team, man. Sebastian missed a penalty today. Oh, <laughs> uh, damn it. Well, hey, you know, the great Chicharito misses one every once in a while, too. <laughs> <laughs>
Anything to shake this, but I'm in my foot, but take.